Welcome back to the show that knows better than you do what you want to see. It's Pro Grapplers. Introducing first, I am in remission, y'all. That means the big dog is back. I am Amazing Jason Sigler. And my opponent, he is stealing a spot from the African-American guy on one of the last days of Black History Month. Steve the Shin Kicker Shitty. When you put it like that. <laughs> Would you have to? Yeah, exactly. Like it's 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 one of those those smart things that you can take it like that if you want and make Kevin Owens into an even worse person. And right. If not, then just take it at face value, and he's taking the opportunity he was given, as he says in the backstage segment, segment uh, after the match. He, uh, you know, Vince McMahon. He apparently worked it with Vince McMahon, got this spot. He has granted it, so he's going to take it because so, you would too. And so it's like, you know, yeah, you're, you're right from that perspective. Also, you're a piece of shit, Kevin Owens. See, I don't. Once again, you're you're like you you specifically said you can take it from a smart point of view and do that. So you have to specifically do extra work to make him a bad guy. Yes, we all wanted Kofi to do it, but I think this is going to set up a better Kofi story than just. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. So, this is all set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Let's not call someone a dick from be doing a better setup. That's all. It's again that that's all in kayfabe. Like none of this. I I love Kevin Owens. I'm so glad to see him back. He is in yeah. the best shape he's been in since yeah. he came to NXT he, and WWE. He uh, looks pretty good. He, and yeah, he's wrestling was, great. He looked great in that match. He did. He, he did a over the top uh, move that he doesn't usually necessarily do. I mean, he's definitely done it, but uh, looked good. And yeah, he's he's crisp and. No ring rust on there, there that I saw. Um, so yeah, uh, that that's SmackDown. We're gonna talk about Raw first off, but Raw and SmackDown, man, they they uh they had some stuff going on this week, and uh, I mean it's you know we're a week away now from the last pay per view before WrestleMania, so that's not terribly surprising, but still, um, starting out the show with Roman Reigns making his announcement, uh, the entire segment was just top to bottom, just felt so good. Like, watching him come out with a smile, looking at everybody, just like, man, I can't believe how much I missed this. Slapping everybody's hand that was possible, the entire, all the way around, just because he just feels so good. And, you know, talking for like 15 minutes before he's like, oh, wait, I'm supposed to give an update. How about we get to that? (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, Roman. You just keep talking. You you deserve this. Uh, Which is is very interesting hearing, uh, thinking, just thinking like, you know, a week before he made his announcement and had to leave. Everybody was just like, oh, God, so tired of Roman already. So. Oh, and we'll be tired of him again really quick, I'm sure. But yeah, it'll be a yeah. it'll be, um, people would come around. I think a lot of people were to the to the point of like, okay, we respect, but this is overbooked. And they can get to that point again. But if, if he's booked properly, the perpetual big if of being a WWE consumer, it'll be fine. At least now people will uh, remember, hopefully, for, for Roman and all performers that they are real people and uh, should be treated as such. I was also surprised now knowing what we know about uh, the people that were in the back for Ric Flair's birthday. Shawn Michaels was back there. I was surprised when he kept mentioning God and putting him over so hard that Shawn Michaels' music didn't hit. And he's like, oh, you're talking about the Lord. I got to come out and talk. <laughs> so that was, yeah, that just uh, the op- top to bottom, the opening of Raw. Yeah, so good. Uh, I I did watch the post segment interview with Charlie, where she pushes him on his like Universal Championship 
hopes and he he's just like staring at the ground just like i mean you know what i'm just happy to be here and i'm just gonna be in that spot for a while and we'll talk about the universal championship another time and she's just like really huh huh it's like <laughs> shut up charlie i get that you're you're chaos incarnate but just, <laughs> just give it a rest for a night please chaos uh, that's that's an interesting way to refer to her <laughs> sorry She's a force uh, of nature. She is entropy. Frequent contributor, whether he likes it or not, to the show, uh, Brandon Stroud actually made a, a chart of the different announce or a different uh, backstage people, and in WWE, and had like you know the chaotic, neutral, uh, lawful, evil, and all, all this stuff. Uh, and it's if you have not seen it, it is very good. I believe she is the chaotic neutral, but. Um, Tom Phillips being very evil because he always does the splits <laughs> and makes guys look way taller than they actually are, uh, earned him his spot. So go look that up. If you haven't seen it, it's very, very fun. Um, and that's really what main roster WWE was this week. For the most part, it was, it was just fun. There was definitely some stuff in the middle of raw as always. That was kind of a wet fart. Um, one thing I normally probably wouldn't have paid much attention to was, uh, Drew McIntyre and Dean Ambrose having a match, but we also involved, the other guys of the shield in the match, which kind of makes me hopeful that that's what they're going to do. Maybe at fast lane, but maybe in between now and mania, we get a little shield run before Dean Ambrose takes off. Cause I mean, it's all indications out now are that he actually is leaving. And, uh, I, I, I hope wherever he ends up, he'll still keep his two belts. <laughs> Did you not catch that? What? No, sorry. <laughs> During the Dean Ambrose match, he whips off, rips off his belt to whip Drew McIntyre with it and reveals another belt. Well, <laughs> 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 two belts, Dean Ambrose. Uh, and he also had the jeans back on. So we're back to jeans Ambrose. So it, it kind of just seems like they're just bringing that character back to what, maybe what it was when he returned and maybe doing the shield thing that we wanted to do at that time again, just before he takes off. And, you know, Roman, He's not probably should anywhere. not be thrust into you the main title pi- picture. Yeah, he is. He's gone. Um, They've already announced him in post leaving dates. No, they haven't. Yeah, they have. No, they have not. That's St- no, that's <laughs> not true. That is, that is, that is hearsay. And I believe false as well. Um, so Dean Ambrose is leaving. I hope we get a shield run before that. Uh, I really liked the, the look that, you know, Seth and Roman gave him. His look was kind of just like, Hey, I'm here. That's about it. Um, we get to Ric Flair's birthday and, you know, Becky Lynch is clearly coming back after she got arrested to rip his arm off or, you know, Charlotte's going to show up and smack him in the face and be the true heel that we know she can be. Nope. Instead. What's up, Dave? Hey, what's, what's, what's you doing with the old man there? Just going <laughs> to drag him around the hallways for a while. Nobody's got a problem with that. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's fine. He's just 70. He's fine. <laughs> It's um you know would you, you wouldn't tell him no like he, he I could, certainly would not he could go around walking doing whatever he wants and you're just going to be like yes sir that is exactly what you're supposed to be doing right now uh I I really appreciated the swerve like I I mean they they definitely built it up to be you know it's going to be Becky and she's going to come back and affect things or even Ronda gets involved something's going to happen with the women and then to have Dave Batista show up and just close the door gently and then beat the hell out of Ric Flair and drag him around a bit and yell at Triple H and that ends the show. Uh, we're definitely getting our Triple H Batista match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Which yeah. You know, not surprising, but no. I, 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 
it was definitely surprising the way they got to it. I think so. I yeah. I, from from everything I've heard, that was a, a a good swerve on everybody's part, and they enjoyed it because you know Batista's somebody we can like again, and hopefully his wrestling will will bear that out. Um, I did. I I think the acting that he's done and uh, the movies, all the roles he's had. I think his acting, his his looks have improved because I really bought oh, the yeah. subtle facials that he was giving off. You know, when he kind of looks at the camera after he takes the glasses, sunglasses off and he's like, look, look really pissed off. And then he kind of smiles just like, Oh, I'm going to enjoy this. And then he goes back to the look of no intensity. <laughs> I, it, it's way more subtlety than we've ever gotten out of Dave Batista outside of the princess wave. And I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, the uh, agreed. It'll be, it'll be really interesting to see what else they do with it. Um, a thought I did have about all this thing is, why isn't Charlotte more upset? She should be the one clamoring for the match. She should be demanding inter- intergender wrestling be reinstated so she could save her dad in a reverse Mario situation. Uh, she is is so on the other end of the spectrum of I, I'm, I'm focused on the title and that is it that I think you can make the argument that that's, that's what it is, is that she's so focused on just getting that title back that even her father getting beat up by a large man just doesn't phase her. It's just like, nope, that's, that does not involve me. My dad will be fine. Hospital will take care of him. I need that title. And, you know, I... I but she's I just going to get the title. The current storyline right now is the title is just hers so she can go fight Batista. I like that fantasy booking. I I like Charlotte versus Batista as a nice swerve at WrestleMania, but um, I mean honestly, she's <laughs> I'd watch it. <laughs> oh yeah, I I would as well. Um, so you're talking about the women. We have to mention real quick. To, like I said, Becky Lynch was uh, arrested at Raw, which, as we know, with the with the uh, Shield beforehand, that means that they can be you know booked, uh, arrested, booked, uh, post bail, and get out in like an hour. But she did not come back, as we thought she might. She did, however, pop back up on Twitter. And uh, she and Ronda Rousey had a, a, a good back and forth, a spirited bout on Twitter, as they say. And um, holy crap. They, they, uh, they, it sounds like there's some heat on this rivalry just because uh, mostly of the language used, I think. But also just, you know, Becky Lynch may putting the husband's face on an arm that's supposed to be made out to be look like a penis. Uh yeah, they're 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 going at it, and it's uh it's fun. I also I've I've also seen a lot of people like legitimately say, you know, I'm done with Rousey. Like this is the last straw, and it's like, okay, well this this is all part of it. Like she went over the line and she said the S word, and now they're in trouble. Uh, but she said the F word, Jason. The F word. Yes. Foe. <laughs> I don't think anyone cares that she. Uh said the S word or took it to that level. I think people are more upset about killing kayfabe. People want a more edgy, real Ronda Rousey. I think everyone's okay with that. But then when she starts uh, diminishing her opponent, because the whole point of a good wrestling promo is you actually want to build your opponent up so that you look better by beating them in in, in kind of a weird way. Like it's, it's a fine line to walk. Uh, you have to really you have to really think about what you're saying in in a, in a promo like that. And just saying their armbar is fake is not uh, it's not going to do it very well. But I don't know. Like there's either I th- I think there might be something to it to the whole Ronda's getting a little unhinged thing. Did you see how 
how Finley had to wrestle her to the ground during the whole kerfuffle. Yeah. Yeah, like, you go yeah. back and you watch that again, like, he's he's not just standing and he's not fake holding somebody back. He's real holding somebody back. I mean, he may, he may have told her. I mean, he, he is the one of the one of the guys in charge of the women there. So yeah, and, and that could be the know, case. Like, he could be just like just plow right through me, and if I can yeah, hold you back, come it'll at look me. Good, and if I can't, it'll look even better. Yeah, turns out he break can. my nose. He's huge dude. I like the blood. You want to break my nose? <laughs> <laughs> Finley. Okay, we can't we can't have we can't let Fit do this tonight. We have to have somebody else. <laughs> That's what happened to Arn Anderson. He's like, uh, I'll fight Ronda Rousey. <laughs> He would fight Ronda like, Rousey. Oh God, yeah. That's if, if any man would just <laughs> take off his shirt and throw down with Ronda Rousey. It is Arn Anderson. <laughs> I have to imagine, but uh, he's he's no longer with the company, so that's a uh, never going to be a, a match. Four on four, fantasy, four but, on four. Let's do this. Yeah, throws up the four. It's like no, no. This is not the four horsemen we were talking about. <laughs> Get back! Flair shows up behind him, just barely <laughs> stand. It's like oh God, okay, no, this has gotten way out of hand. <laughs> that no. uh, yeah. Whichever horsewoman quadro wins, which will probably be the wrestling one, they should take on the four horsemen next. Dean Malenko just comes walking out from the back. It's like, oh, God, no, this is no. We can't do this. He will actually choke a woman out until she cannot breathe. We can't. No. So that that was most of what uh, was uh, was highlights of Raw, but I thought it was a it was a good show, top to bottom. Uh, with the, like I said, the middle part where they need to cut out an hour of the show it was the stuff that nobody cares about, and that sucks, but. Hey, Alistair Black and uh, Ricochet got a match on both shows this week as tag teams because they're going to be a tag team in the Dusty Classic, so we need to see what they can do together. And uh, it's it's apparently... I do love the visual of Alistair Black doing his jump into the ropes and then spring back and do the sit-down. And right when he sits down, Ricochet just comes flying through the ropes. And it's like, oh, Jesus, I didn't see that coming. I was yeah, so busy watching that You guy. don't know which, which flip is going to hit, which yeah. fi- flip is going to sit. Which hits and which sits. It hits and it sits. All flips, all kicks. That's their their tag team motto. Um, So they they looked good. They looked good on both shows. Uh, And like I said, we'll be on NXT uh, as well. I I imagine they're still going to be on SmackDown and Raw. It looks like, and I'll wait till I get to the next segment to talk about um, NXT. Because we have more Ciampa Gargano business there. But it looks like they may not be wrestling much on the main roster anymore because Ciampa probably was legit injured with his ma- in his match against the bar. Um, that that looks real, real painful. And I don't know if you saw the actual move when he comes down with Sheamus, all his weight on his knee when it's like tweaked to the side. And oh, yeah, I haven't gone back to watch it. Uh, I try not to go back and watch joint injuries. They yeah, worry me greatly. So it's a very, very bad looking one. So I'm, I'm guessing that's what's happened to him. So he'll be working a lighter schedule going into takeover. Cause yeah, we, we, we need to protect our, our sweet, lovable champion. Love you, Choppa. <laughs> um, so yeah, we kick off SmackDown with the contract signing for Brian and Kingston and out of nowhere. Well, after Steph and Shane have blown Kofi up and shown, so many of his uh, highlights over the years, which I really liked. I liked that they showed, they went back and actually got the footage for those and showed old Kofi uh, title wins. That was a nice touch. But uh, it's all for naught because Vince McMahon decides that, no, no, this match is going to Kevin Owens. And here he is. I brought him back. You're welcome. And I know you wanted it. He's got a little fat on his beef. 
He's, he's mostly just beef at this point. He's he, he's very slimmed down. He's, he's definitely good. slimmed down a lot, but he's still got a shirt on. He's no he's no yeah, Finn Balor. Well, yeah, no, that's <laughs> nobody is a Finn Balor. Finn Balor is the only Finn Balor. Um, so Luke Gallows or no? Carl Anderson. Carl Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Carl Anderson, Gall- the bald Finn Balor. Yeah, it's he's close. He's the, he's the closest. Uh, Tony Nese, I would say. Tony Nese can give him a run for their money too, since he, his thing is I'm going. My shirt is cut, so you can see all these awesome abs. Watch me count them. One, two, three, four. <laughs> he's uh he's big into counting his abs. Um, the Hardy Boys are back again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? Okay. I guess Matt Hardy was not ready to take that producer's role and thought I can work one more mania. So let's, let's do this. And they did, they beat the bar, which is not becoming that big of a task anymore because the bar is losing everybody, but uh, they can take it. Um, I like Matt Hardy uh, calling out on the in the post match interview and also on Twitter what it means that why, why he looks like you know old Matt Hardy instead of a broken Matt Hardy. And on uh, Twitter, he actually said, "I've returned home with WWE, and all my traits are converging." Because <laughs> he's doing like the version one thing. He's doing the wonderful arms. Uh, yeah, and that's that that they they want the titles, and uh, I would not be surprised to see them get one more run just because. They're they're still money, for whatever reason. I mean, I I get it. I I like them still, but uh, yeah. To to hear like the interview and he's not doing the broken thing anymore. It's like okay, well let's let's just do one last run and Matt's gonna be a weird guy, <laughs> and Jeff, you be weird too, and we'll just do this. Yeah, I mean, I I I'm glad to see him back. I don't know if we need to see the titles on them again, but yeah, go to. Go to Raw, take those titles. They're not doing anything. Well, get yeah, there's uh there's developments on NXT that we'll talk about soon. That I I I kind of hope I'm fantasy booking they uh bleed over into the main roster and then we get a change there. Um, ooh, or they could be tr- the final boss of uh, the Dusty Classic. That'd be cool. Uh, no, not exactly. But we'll get to it. Uh, our Truth got to defend his title against the two other hottest stars on SmackDown Live, Andrade and Mysterio, and. That was that. That was very good. Like uh, our truth, you know, obviously cannot quite go at the same speed as them. But I think they, uh, like we talked about before, Oscar uh, needs to bring Mandy up to her level and not the other way around. Uh, I think they brought our truth up with them, and uh, I mean, at one point, you know, he's holding Andrade with sh- on his shoulders, and Rey Mysterio does a, a Rana off of his shoulders. So he's just kind of, you know, he's a ring post basically at that point. But still, he's involved. No, that was cool. What I want them to do with this is to literally keep this going. Every feud gets a triple threat with R-Truth that he just wins. So, you know, Kevin Owens or Kofi Kingston, or both, like, first have those two fight in a triple threat with Kofi Ki- or uh, R-Truth, R-Truth wins. Then have Daniel Bryan and, and whichever one triple threat Kofi King or uh, R-Truth wins. And just keep doing the, these, these cool matches we're going to have anyway, but just throw in a little R-Truth. And have him roll up the victory at the end. I, I think that'd be a lot of fun. After he's kind of, since he got the U.S. title, I think it's infected his brain. And now he just thinks he's John Cena. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Because yeah. like d- doing Cena's moves and saying, what would John do? <laughs> That's why he has the open challenge. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's a nice homage and a way to have John Cena around. But you don't have to have John Cena around. Um, oh, I didn't even think of that. You're right. It is just a merchandising ploy. 
I thought yeah, it was I character mean, work. He he needs to be wearing all of his gear and like I mean all of his gear, like everything he could possibly find at the merch stand, just put it all on, have armbands all over his arms. That's how he needs to come out next week. I I I will buy John Cena branded R Truth merchandise and I will do it happily. <laughs> I don't think I I'll do it. I begrudge you, because that sounds like a lot of fun. Absolutely, yes. And we'll both wear it. We'll, we'll wear it and take pictures for you when WrestleMania comes around. We will do that. And we will also talk about the back half, the non-main roster, uh, network-exclusive shows that WWE puts on after the break. And we're back to talk about the network-specific shows of the WWE, uh, being 205 Live, NXT UK, and NXT. Uh, NXT was hot fire and is clearly building towards TakeOver. Uh, there is full speed ahead and lots of exciting stuff there. But we will start off with 205 Live, where not a whole lot exciting happened, but it was still a solid show. <laughs> I think that's the tagline of 205 Live. It is. It, it Typically these days it has two matches. The two matches get a lot of time. The two matches are very, very sound matches, and they're... This week was bad because the crowd, I think, was just exhausted and they just couldn't bother. They finally got into the end of the Nice Callisto Callisto match, uh, but yeah, I I I can't blame them. They've seen a lot of wrestling already, and it's just it's it's exhausting. I get it. But um, these are matches that they're having a tournament for, an eight man tournament to determine who will be uh, the challenger for Murphy at I think Mania. Um, I don't think they're going to have a match at Fastlane. They may have a match at Fastlane, but I don't think it'll be uh, for anything. So, yeah, Nice, uh, Tony Nice and Kalisto have a match, and it's a, a good, hard-hitting, high-flying match for the most part. Uh, nice comes out on top, so he's moving on. And then uh, Drew Gulak and Brian Kendrick have a nice match. Uh, they were fairly recently both bad guy, both heels, and uh, together. So to have them on opposite sides now is interesting and. Uh, Drew Gulak takes that one as I hoped he would. So we got both both the heels are moving forward now, and that's uh that's interesting. And also, I just i I would love for Drew Gulak, even if it's on the kickoff, because I know it'll be on the kickoff. I would love for Drew Gulak to get at that spot on Mania with Murphy, even though they're both heels. I think his his work is just yeah. He if anybody's gonna move from two hundred five live to the main roster or NXT or whatever, it should be him. He is he's got it all. Yeah, he's he's very good. There's, a, I think, a lot of people could could bounce around a little bit, but yeah, he'd he'd definitely be on the list. Yeah, I I mean we've got we've had Rush, we've got uh, it's not the main roster, but Tyler Bate, uh, bump or not Tyler Bate, sorry, Jack Gallagher moving over to NXT UK while they were in uh Phoenix to take on Tyler Bate. Uh, we'll we'll just roll right into NXT UK because that is the first match on that card. Um. I'll admit I, I need to go back and watch it because I'll admit I was watching it uh, while doing a couple other things and I didn't give it the full attention that it deserved. But uh, what what I saw was you know Tyler Bate basically screwing with Jack Gallagher and every every hold that Jack would have him in was just like all right I got this guy right where I want him and then Tyler Bate just like it. That's, I'm trying to think what TV show or there's some movie where somebody's in like a hold and they like get out of it just like oh I'm sorry I did you was I supposed to be in that? I, I apologize. <laughs> that was Tyler Bate. The entire match is just like, Oh, I'm sorry. My, I twist my head five times and I do a handstand and boom, I'm out of your Yeah. I, I actually watched this whole match and the, uh, the commentary commentary was pretty funny. Cause the whole time they're like, uh, McGinnis, right. The, is the, the British commentator. Nigel McGinnis. Yeah. yeah. And Niles McGinnis is like, 
oh, Jack Gallagher's got the uh, the grappling advantage. This hold is, look how good he's doing that hold. And then Tyler Bate keeps popping out of it. And he's like, well, Tyler Bate's a good wrestler too. <laughs> It's pretty good. I uh, actually that that's a good point. I want to give a shout out to Nigel McGuinness because on this and two hundred five live, both shows here, uh, he's featured on commentary. He does such a good job. I know he's a, for, a former wrestler and he knows his stuff, but he does such a good job of helping you understand the psychology behind these matches, and especially in that in the Bait and Gallagher match, he he will you know call out some hold that's just like I could barely tell that, that doesn't look like a hold, and he's like no no he's he twists the wrist like this, and if he twists it a little more, that puts pressure on this muscle, and that muscle is what you know dictates your arm strength, and it's just like uh, wow that's even if he's lying, he's doing a good job of it, so. Hats off. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, match that didn't really need a whole lot of that kind of commentary was Walter. Sorry, Walter versus Cassius Ono. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no, just plain uh, oh, no. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it wasn't a Haas match, that's for sure. Uh, as we mentioned before the show, Cassius gets a lot more offense than we thought he would, but uh, ultimately it goes to Volter because it has to, and uh, I don't know if we're going to see Cassius Ono again. Like, I, <laughs> I wonder if this is, like, his farewell. After he said bye on NXT and then got kicked in the face and, you know, was just laying there. <laughs> the poor uh, had to get uh, clowned on by Montez Ford, who wasn't even in the match he was in. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, yeah I, I think we might be done. And I... <sighs> They haven't done. They never did anything with him, yeah, really. So I, I'm unfortunately fine with that. I'm not fine with it. I'm very sad about it. I keep hoping they're gonna like just make the wrestler in actual wrestling, and he'll kind of have a old man tries to wrestle story. They they started that they several times in NXT, and it just never went anywhere. And the whole I'm tired of these new guys coming in taking my spot. They're gonna have to go through me to get it. Uh, was was decent while it lasted, but then he you know came up against Matt Riddle and Matt Riddle owned him pretty much every time out. So I that that, that didn't do him any favors. So not at all. I, yeah. Uh, the final match on NXT UK was Grizzled Young Veterans defending their titles. I think for the first time against Birch and Lorcan. Once again, because we're in Phoenix, are just kind of hopping over because we're all together and we're just gonna be on everybody's shows. And I have no problem with that because this match was great. Yeah, this was so much fun. I these This could be a whole feud. I'm I'm actually sad that this was just a uh exhibition match for the sake of oh hey, everyone's together cuz the the contrast in styles, the um the energy, the intensity was so much fun. Really really enjoyed this match. Yeah, Birch and Lorcan have proven themselves to be a uh, I think a commodity to any tag division they have happened to pop up in and uh they will be on uh, NXT in the Dusty Classic. They are, I think they're up against the Forgotten Sons, who I think are probably going to go over just because they seem to be pushing them somewhat. But I really hope I'm wrong about that. But um, yeah, you you will get to see them wrestle some more uh, very soon. But yeah, just just love this match. I like I like seeing Gibson and Drake wrestle again because again, since they won the titles, I feel like I don't think we've seen them wrestle on TV at least. So uh, yeah. As a, a good hard hitting too, like a Birch and Lorcan, you know, can bring it, and Gibson and Drake can take it and also bring it back. So, should I be a wrestling announcer? Aren't I great at this? <laughs> Man, they can take it and they can also dish it out, and they can also take it, but also dish it out. 
the taking and the dishing out are in equal proportions. <laughs> there you go. That's what I'm trying to say. Wait, did you cut my... They, they cut my mic. <laughs> I'm not, it's not coming... I can't hear it in my headphones. They don't... I, okay, I'll keep talking, but they're not hearing me. I'm just me. hearing think, beep. Okay, Is that... <laughs> It's a dial tone. That should be a dial tone. This should. That's not how microphones work. Okay, I'll keep talking. Um, so NXT uh, opens with Gargano coming out. Uh, looks like he has missed a night's sleep. I don't know if he actually did that to, be, to achieve this look of man, I'm lost and I don't know what to do. But he he looked it, and it it was he looked rough. And uh, you know, he, the crowd chants Johnny Champion at him. And he's like, oh, man, I really liked the sound of that. And then they chant Johnny Failure. And he's like, I really liked when you called me Johnny Champion. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, he says, if I if I look back, you know, I, I look at my NXT career and I see that the times I was the most successful were. And then Champa's music hits immediately. And it's just like, OK, well done. And uh, he comes out, you know, says, hey, you and I can do this Dusty Classic thing. We can do di- DIY. And you're, you're with me. You're going to win. You know you are. So what do you say? Hold out his hand and poor, exhausted, titleless Johnny Gargano shakes his hand and says, all right, let's do this. <laughs> and Ciampa's face was just, it worked. I mean, it worked. Of course. This is going to be great. We're going to win. But, uh, yeah. that. And they also tie in the stuff from the main roster. Like they mentioned, he mentions, you know we're good. Like we had these matches on Raw and SmackDown when we – you know, got there for a hot second. We looked amazing. Let's do it again. And Johnny's just tired enough to say, yeah, sure. Even though his wife still says, oh, God. <laughs> they actually did they, they actually did a quick little segment outside after this where they're both walking away and she sees him and she's just like, really? Really? This again? Really? And he says, like, trust me. Just trust me. She's like, she throws her hands up and just walks off. Just like, I, ah. <laughs> So... That is Candice LeRae's spot right now. I was just saying that about her husband. I also want to see a match between Candice LeRae and Tommaso Ciampa. I want to see a Gargano on a pole match between those two. I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, but then you have Johnny Gargano not wrestling, and that's the problem. Oh, he, oh like, people on a pole can wrestle. He, the truer words were never spoken. Or he can have a match later in the night. I mean, there's, there's something. This man can dish it out, and this man can take it. And <laughs> put him on a pole, he can dish and take it from the pole. It's all right. Johnny Pole, we call him. We're pros. It's in the title of the show. <laughs> um, Black and Ricochet, as I mentioned, are in the Dusty Classic, which really gives us almost nobody on the singles division to do anything with. Uh, like, I, if I assume DIY will not win and, and go to the the takeover uh, to fight the champs or anything, because then we have Tommaso Ciampa not defending his title, and that just feels weird, yeah. especially on the the takeover with at WrestleMania, basically. Unless he loses the title, Velveteen Dream, and that's have also all the, belts, all the championships. Oh, oh god, we'd never hear the end of that. Um, he'd just put he'd spray paint one on each butt cheek permanently. <laughs> As he's walking, they both just shake, just to, and they have a little glitter on them oh, too. Yeah. So yeah, I can see that. I do not have a problem seeing that. Yeah, so I, I takeover is going to be an interesting card to see what what comes together. I think Dream and Cole are on a collision course. I don't know if that'll be a one on one fight or what, but um, yeah, they're they're not want for talent down there. It's just you know dividing it all up into the tag teams right now is like, okay, who do we have left? <laughs> like, don't 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 take everyone. Who doesn't have a buddy. Yeah, Keith Lee, do you want a friend? <laughs> uh, 
the uh, match he has on this show is against Dijakovic and uh, <laughs> they uh, what do you not are you still not over that name no no I just know exactly what you're gonna bring up this is your favorite thing in wrestling right now a hoss match the Dijakovic boner oh yeah he definitely wrestled with a with a, a little chubby um, Diva Bonich. Kind of, there you go yeah and now I know why he's always saying, feast your eyes so you don't look down there. I got a chub. <laughs> um, uh, so at one point he, he monkey flips Keith Lee and he lands on his feet and they do a really good, uh, it's kind of a callback to Abushi uh, 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 and I forget who he wrestled uh, recently where they did that camera shot where he looks over his shoulder and it was just a perfect perfect camera angle of the, the right over the shoulder looking back at the guy as he looks back. Um, they did that kind of a, Seemed like a callback. I don't know, but it was very well done. Um, and they have a double count out. So they're clearly going to keep wrestling. Uh, I would not have a problem with them fighting a takeover, even if it's one of the takeover leftovers. I think that's that's still a, a very good match to watch because this this one here was, you know, plenty to keep you one more. Um, and I, I think, oh, no, this is not the close of the show. Sorry, there's one more match after that. But Sasha Banks. And by God, Bailey show up on NXT with their titles uh, to shock everybody, to make Izzy cry. That was wonderful. They had her in the crowd, and she uh, she's bawling her eyes out because her buddy Bailey got to come back. And um, they talk about you know having the women's tag titles, and they, they they've practiced enough now they can actually say we are the women's tag team champions, and not whatever other variation they might have been screwing up over the last few weeks. And uh, Again, tease the, we're the women's tag team champions. There are no others in the company, so come at us. And, you know, maybe we'll defend these belts here, and maybe we'll defend them somewhere else. And that's my fantasy booking for the men's tag team champions, because, uh, I mean, we clearly have one that's much better than the other. So let's phase one out, or merge them, and just have one tag team champion, and they, they travel any show they want. They can even go to NXT UK. Have the Revival pop up on, U- on the UK brand and take on uh, Mustache Mountain. But, you know, that's not, first off, I agree. That would be great. But you know the Revival aren't the champions that are going to carry that champ- that belt around, or those belts around. Um, I, I bet you they keep them until Mania. Right, right, right. But if, if, if they're, if they're going to merge one out, if they're going to have one champion stand tall, does it have to do a champions versus champions match, and whoever gets it just is the champion, there's no way it's going to be a Revival. It'll be whichever of the three good tag teams. Or not, and by, when I say good, I mean... In, presented as good i know the the revival are very very good but they are not presented as very very good only three right, you're clearly talking about miz and shane probably honestly the greatest They're tag, the greatest team, tag team of all time it's right in the name they beat the bar the bar yeah and the bar I sets mean, the bar and then they are i, the I think bar. if you and i teamed if you and i teamed up and we worked a, a little bit i think we could probably beat the bar at this point the bar is awesome i like the bar they well, are, but they've man. lost everybody in like the last you, month. Th- this man does not represent me, Bar. If Bar, if you ever listen to this, beat up Jason, not me. I don't think I could beat you. I do not think that. I love that you're using their team name and also just dropping the V. So it's like Bar. Listen to me, Bar, Bar, <laughs> Bar. <laughs> yeah. Um. No. We we would we would be annihilated, and our our remains would be shipped back to our uh, respective spouses. But um. What a time it would be while we're we're in the ring with them. Uh, Baszler and Mia Yim have a match at the end of the show. Uh, 
it's it was a good looking match for Mia Yim. I'll say that she uh, I don't think has looked that great on the roster yet. I think she's had some some standout moments, but this was definitely the one because she gets to hang with Shayna Baszler for quite some time and uh, look look good doing it. Like look looks very good in the loss. Um, of course, Shayna goes over because she's a beast and she deserves to, but um, she definitely had to work for it, and I think that made Yim look a lot better and. Uh, apparently we're going to get Belair versus Shirai and whoever wins that match will take on Baszler at takeover. I need Baszler versus Shirai yesterday. Oh, you'll get it. Please. That's, that's for sure. Please. Man. I I don't know. I, I they, well, I, I'd like for Belair to lose and, and go heal. Cause she just seems, especially with the, unde- she still says she's undefeated because she doesn't feel like she was defeated. <laughs> Like she feels, she feels so good. How could she possibly defeated? So she still calls herself undefeated. Yeah, I don't like which. That. That's dumb. I I I like it in terms of heel. Like that's a perfect. I am so good. It's like when Kevin Owens, you know, was talking about getting his spot and blah blah blah. There's a little bit of the, you know, he's right. He he totally deserves this and whatever. But there's also a little bit of space they left for. Also, I'm Kevin Owens, so shut up. <laughs> it's like okay, I can still hate you. That's good. Uh, but we hope. You don't hate us. We hope you like us. And we hope you listen to the next episode of Pro Grapplers. We will be talking about uh, Fastlane. It's coming up on us fast. It is next week. And that is the final stop on the road to WrestleMania. So we will have a lot to talk about. I am guessing Mr. Batista will have something to say about that event. Uh, Maybe even do something at that event. I don't know. Maybe we get a S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion. It's a lot on the plate. And I can't wait to see everything that happens you've never been so excited but, for a fast lane have you it, it feels no i i would say no i can't honestly remember a fast lane i got excited for so yes i'm excited about this one <laughs> it's first time ever wwe loves those so thank you for listening if you like this episode you can please subscribe to it you can subscribe on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts leave a review if that's possible while you're there you can find us on Twitter at P Grapplers. Individually, I am at the Jason Sigler. I am individually at Idahobo. Of course, you can find this fine, fine podcast on Anchor. That is the service we use to post this podcast. It is a wonderful service. This is not part of the ad. <laughs> I know you heard an ad earlier. This is not. This is this is not paid. This is just we. I really like the service. It's getting better every day. Um, you can find the podcast there and actually add it to any of your services from there as well. Cool. So uh, and also become a listener supporter. They have that op- opportunity there. You can, uh, you know, like what we do. You can toss a little money at us and say, hey, I like what you're doing. Here's a tip. Keep it up. Uh, there's no negative tips. So sorry if you hate us. Just <laughs> you, just oh, listen with disdain that, in your heart. Uh, you just came up with a business model negative tips where if you don't like you set up a service and they give you it's like win ben stein's money but it's take jason sigler's money i I like the idea of win ben stein's money was like you get all this money and oh it keeps dwindling as you lose that what you're saying is just they're just going to take my money no yeah well so that's (laughs) that's how ben stein's when ben stein's money worked like that was his paycheck that's what he got paid for that show and if you won he got less I mean, I like that idea because I get paid a paycheck for every show. That does not currently happen. So, <laughs> sure, let's go with that model. That is a fine model. We'll talk at you next week on the greatest podcast in the history of our sport. I'm Amazing Jason Sigler. And I am Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. Don't take my money. We are zooming in the fast lane here on Pro Grapplers.
Pro Grapplers.